0: Yeah.
1: Hello, I'm Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in beautiful South St. Louis. The trees are blooming, the flowers are out this time of year, and here with me is
0: Pastor almost almost getting closer to Jolly John Lekomski and is the weather nice up there, Matt?
1: Well, you know, as we're recording, no. It's in the forties. <laughs> we kind of had a cold snap, so, uh, but but yeah, no, it's, that, it's, we
0: gotta it, pretend, it, okay? No. No. <laughs> so so pretend That's, what the weather's gonna be like uh, two weeks from today. <laughs> yes, when we when
1: we air this show two weeks from today, I'm sure it's gonna be gorgeous, John. Just gorgeous. Okay. Uh, no, we've got we've got well, plants blooming though, and uh, the red bud trees in particular are just. Yeah, vibrant this spring, uh. But yeah, no, the temperatures have been up and down and all around. We had 91 day. Now we're down in the 40s today. So, oh, but boy, oh, I have friends uh, who are pastors in, in up north, you know, Iowa, uh, you know, oh, yeah. and further north, and they had snow on Easter, quite a snow. bit of snow on Easter,
0: snow for Easter. Yes, I know that, uh, and and I'm hoping and praying that you're a prophet because right now, uh, in in, in the uh, real world. I'll be getting ready to come back home. Tomorrow oh, we'll begin our journey back to New Raven. So I'm just hoping that by the time we get up there, the weather will be nice because it's been beautiful down here in Florida, although it's getting hot. So I think it is time to move a little bit further north.
1: i um, okay. glad you're able Matt, to come back.
0: Go ahead. Yeah, well, we, we will be glad to be back, and, and we'll be glad to be back close to you and close to our family, um, I did want to just finish up this whole heart attack thing real quickly, uh, and then yeah. I know you've got some really important things to share with us, too, and I think this will actually segue uh, with what you want to talk about. Um, because, Matt, I think I came as close to hell as I have been in my life <laughs> with this yeah. heart attack, um, and the reason was because I was totally isolated. Uh, It was not really just a matter of being just incredibly, incredibly ill, you have trouble breathing. It's just, I I don't know. You you don't want to do it, Matt. So uh, make sure you go to your doctor and have your heart checked. Um, But they thought I had the coronavirus of all things. And so I was in a, what they call a negative pressure room in the hospital. And nobody come in unless they were all, you know, gowned and masked and and they wouldn't let Lynn come and see me. Uh, And ironically, when they finally got the test, by the way, I got tested the same week President uh, uh, Trump did. So that's my claim to fame.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least something came out of this experience. (laughs) Well,
0: that's right. I can tell you. Yes, yes. The president was being tested. I was, too. Um, but then, unfortunately, when the test came back negative, then they had closed the hospital to all visitors anyway. Oh. So, um, but, but here's the thing I, I, that I just wanted to share with people. I wonder if people in hell know they're in hell. Do you think, Matt? If do you the think people just, in hell they, know I, that they're in this, hell. Yeah, this is just really kind of a bad place. I don't really like it here. But I wonder if they're conscious of the fact uh, that they're in hell.
1: I mean, um, I, the, yeah. I mean, the the example I could think of is when Jesus tells that story about the rich man and Lazarus, and how he goes to hell, and he yeah. he wants he wants his brothers to be warned so that they don't end up there. So, I mean, he yeah. certainly realizes that he's in a bad place, and he doesn't want anyone else to come there either.
0: And, and yet, on the other hand, he he doesn't seem to be repentant at all. No, he, he doesn't seem to think you know, yeah. oh man, I'm getting what I deserve. It's more like, maybe you could send Lazarus down here and give me just a little bit of water on my tongue, you know, yeah. that would, yeah. wouldn't that be okay? Um, um, cause I I just I have this thought that the people in hell really don't comprehend what it is, that it is, it is the result of their sins and and, and their wickedness. Uh um, and then that was the other thought I had, because really at one point, Matt, I really felt like crying out, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? It just felt so horrible, and I felt so alone. Um, but that's when it dawned on me, you know, that's the one thing that people in hell don't say, Matt, do yeah, they?
1: They cry out to God. No, that's right.
0: Yeah, because that had never occurred to me before, but when Jesus said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? That's a cry of faith. To be in a position where you feel like you've been totally abandoned by God and yet to know God hasn't abandoned you. You can cry out to him and he will hear you and he will answer your prayer. Is that is that not a profound thing of faith for Jesus to cry out, "I God, my God, why hast you forsaken me?" Because he literally is. You know, he literally is in hell. And yet I, I never thought, but what faith that even in hell to say, Lord, I know you're there. I'm crying out to you. Uh and then of course later on as he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit you know, which thank God I didn't have to cry that, but I will someday and, and that'll be okay. That'll be okay when that someday comes and uh Lynn and I are just happy it wasn't it wasn't a month ago. But
1: um so yeah, anyway, we are all we are that. all we are all thankful for that, John. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Glad you're already recording Rest of the basics and glad you're able to to benefit others now through that experience and to be able to share your perspective through the uh, through the eyes of faith in God's word.
0: So anyway, for anyone else who's ever found themselves or will find themselves in that position you just let the spirit do his thing you let the spirit cry out why have you forsaken me and then remember oh that's that's a cry of faith profound faith great faith i would say and let me tell you it certainly didn't come from me that was all the gift of uh, god's holy spirit through the grace of jesus christ and you said that strangely enough you also wanted to talk about the things that happened on Good Friday. And I think it's good for us to talk about that because the discipline isn't over. Uh, we, we're still experiencing that discipline of the Lord. We're still not gathering in worship. We're still not receiving the Lord's Supper. And that, um, well, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. Take
1: yeah, it, I, I think you last week and this week, too, thinking about repentance and a call to repentance, uh, and how even this uh, coronavirus, this pandemic that's affected
0: just about everyone in
1: our country and most of the people around the world in one way or another, uh, how this might be a call to repentance and what are we called to repent of. So I, I think that's something that we can certainly look at as we contemplate Good Friday uh, and certainly Easter Sunday too. But uh, hey, hey,
0: Matt, to just yeah. interrupt you for a second, See, see, here's what I find interesting because of my heart attack. That's what I was going to have to do, because when you have a heart attack, you, your immunity is really low, you're very, very high risk, and so you have to be isolated from from other people. and I think it is nice that everyone else got isolated too <laughs> 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 So I didn't have to do that by myself
1: <laughs> by your, yeah, it, it, that's, that's an ironic statement, John. you didn't have to be isolated by yourself <laughs> <laughs> That's true that, I, <laughs> think we know what you're getting at. <laughs> we're all isolated. I know, I know. Uh, oh,
0: okay.
1: Well, you yeah. know, and I think, you know, off the air, John and I were discussing, you know, as a, as a pastor, as a preacher, how much do you talk about the coronavirus? Because, you know, yeah. every, every Sunday is we're still holding worship online and still preaching and still sharing devotional thoughts. How, how much do you bring that up? And, and I think there's been past tragic events uh, in the history of our nation, uh, even in recent years, we think of things like nine 11 and, and, uh, all sorts of different things, you know, conflicts with Iran and, and North Korea and, you know, the list goes on, but, but those happen. And then, you know, the healing process can begin and you have, you know, what do you do in the aftermath, that sort of thing. Uh, and I don't want to yeah. minimize those events. Uh, but, yeah. but, you know, you, you kind of in a way move on as a nation, but with this virus, this pandemic, it, it's, it's constantly with us. And and every day life is different and and there is not a new normal yet. Uh, So I I think that that's different. So I think as a preacher and and even on Rising of the Basics, it's it's valuable to address it because people I think are are wondering, okay, how do I grapple with this? How do I deal with this? Uh, As a Christian, how do I deal with this? What does God's word have to say about this? Because it it does uh, continue day after day and week after week. So, with with that in mind, John, yeah, for uh, for Good Friday, you know, uh, was certainly one of those times where I, well, yeah, I, I reflected on that uh, with our congregation. Um, this is also Good Friday. Was the first time that I've ever, uh, in the history of my ministry, at least, brought a beer into the pulpit with me.
0: <laughs> okay, Matt. Now uh, you're gonna have to, to explain to, that. It's
1: come to that. <laughs> uh, no, I, I brought a, a a bottle of Corona beer into the pulp ah, and, uh, okay. that, that is uh, produced in mexico and it used to be the most popular imported beverage uh into the united states but not anymore i'm guessing um but if you look at a bottle of corona beer what picture is on the bottle of beer john what image is on the bottle any idea
0: well you know matt since i don't do a lot of, <laughs> of beer drinking you're gonna have to tell me
1: <laughs> you're not you're not I, <laughs> throwing I'm, I'm back the expecting... coronas huh
0: I, su- I suspect there's a crown. Is uh, there a crown on it, Matt? There is, is a crown. That's
1: the, the, oh, that okay. is their, yes, that's their image on their beard is a crown. Because the word corona means, guess what? Crown. In crown. Spanish, corona yeah. means crown. And so this whole virus, this COVID-19, is called the coronavirus because when you look at this virus under a microscope, the proteins look like Crowns, and so it was called the Corona. The crown virus is really what it's called. Uh, so, you know, as we think about that, uh, I think it's an opportunity for us to think about: well, what wears the Corona in our lives? What wears the crown in mm. our lives? What what reigns in our lives? You know, what do we, to use Lutheran language, what do we fear, love, and trust? And above all things, when it comes to you know other gods. Uh, and I, I think that in a way, uh, perhaps what's wearing the crown in our lives right now for a lot of us is the coronavirus itself. <laughs> mm. You know, when we think about it, uh, you know, every household affected, our country affected, the whole world affected. And thanks to, you know, our 24-hour news cycle, that that's all we ever hear about. It seems like when we turn on the news, when we wake up, when we're rushing in and out of the grocery stores as fast as we can, when we go to bed at night. And, you know, that's what we're focused on. Uh, But yet, you know, we realize, hey, there can only be one thing that wears the crown in our lives. Uh, There's only one thing that can be monarch. That's what the word means, after all, one thing. Um, And what is it? Is it the coronavirus or something else? Uh, So I I think, you know, the virus itself, but maybe, maybe it's more accurate to say, maybe the thing wearing the crown uh, for many of us isn't the virus, but maybe it's, it's our own health and maybe it's yep. oh, uh,
0: yeah. doing
1: everything we can to not get the virus. Um, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. Good health is a good thing. It's a blessing from God. Jesus healed people, right? You know, throughout his ministry. Um, and and don't get me wrong either. You know, our healthcare workers are a great blessing from God. And uh, I thank God for them every constantly and, and pray for them constantly during this pandemic. But, you know, uh, Sometimes we can turn good health into the God of health. Um, and, and we start to trust in, you know, medicine for our salvation, or we trust in science above all things. Uh, you know, even, even when there's not a pandemic, but especially when there is a pandemic. Um, so, yeah, good health, it's a good thing, but it's not the ultimate thing. That's not the ultimate thing. The ultimate comfort and peace in our lives doesn't come from uh, a cure for COVID-19, uh, but it comes from something else. Um, so again, I think another thing that wears the crown in our lives, the corona in our lives, sometimes is uh, is our good health. Yeah.
0: And 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 Matt, you know that that literally strikes uh, me a, a, in the heart because yeah. uh, health wise, I'm feeling really good at this point. Like I said, we're good. We're about to the point where we're going to be able to travel back home, but the fact is, I am really high risk, and so I do. I, I live in that fear. Uh, you know, what's it going to be like when I get home? Uh, we're going to still have to distance from people and how are we going to get food and everything? But see, this this goes back to the whole thing of repentance for me and my heart attack, that I, I just need to trust the Lord. I, I can't let those fears dominate my life. I'm not saying I should be foolish either and just run out there and start kissing everybody. Uh, um, although maybe I'd want to do that. Who knows? But... <laughs> But no, see, I, I see what you thats my point. My repentance has to be okay. I, I don't want to—I don't want to tempt the Lord, so I'm not going to do things foolish. But I got to quit worrying about that because that's not under my control. There's no way I can—I could, couldn't determine whether I had a heart attack or not. How do I think I'm going to prevent myself from getting the coronavirus? So I agree with you. I think sometimes health can become the wrong thing—that that the thing yeah. that we fear, love, and trust more than God. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I, I think I think you put it well, you know, we trust God, but we don't tempt God, right? You know, this trust that the Lord's yeah. going to be with you, and he's going to preserve you, and he's going to see you through. But um, do not tempt him and, and go around kissing everyone, like you said. No, still, still social distance, still do those good things that have been given to us as guidelines. Don't tempt God, but in the midst of that, yeah, do trust God. Yeah, for sure. And, I, you know, I, I think the you list know goes what? on. You know. Oh, go ahead, John.
0: Oh, I was going to say, it's interesting. Have you, have you been listening to Hulk Hogan? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, you, I've missed you, the Hulk. You follow, what, what's Hulk Hogan you, been saying?
0: You, you follow the Hulk, don't you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Apparently not as close as I should yeah. be. What, what What's
0: well, going on? Because you know, it, it, it just struck me as interesting. Because, you know, he, and, and I don't think of him as a great theologian, but I think he maybe actually had a point. Because <laughs> okay. he, he pointed out that this is what the coronavirus has done. It really has struck our idols down, because he said, yeah. you know, a lot of people they they, they uh, worship the sports stars. You know, that's the center of their life. Well, there's no more sports going on. You know, you don't have any big NBA heroes, no, no uh, MLB uh, stars. Uh, and he said, a lot of people, it's all about the music and all about these big pop stars. Well, no more, no more arenas, no more concerts, and other people, it's all about money. Well, boy, I tell you what. For the people that have got a lot of money in the stock market, they're they they've been in for a shock. So I thought, yeah, maybe he's got a point. Uh, it certainly is showing us where we where we put our crowns, isn't it, Matt? Yeah. yeah.
1: But you you know what we end up doing though? We we end up putting those crowns on different things. <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah. So so yeah, some of those got struck down. I think that's a great point. But then we put them on other things. And especially this coronavirus, I think then we all of a sudden now, guess what? Laziness is going to wear a crown. And we're binge watching Netflix and, you know, know, hanging on the couch. Or maybe uh, substance abuse is going to wear that crown. And we're going to be drinking alcohol. Oh, the liquor stores are still open. They're essential businesses, John. (laughs) Uh, They can't close. And and so maybe we're we're drinking too much to kind of numb our anxiety and our fear uh, for a time. Or maybe we're crowning our own. Yeah.
0: You know it's going to be hardest for me when things go back to
1: normal. What's that? John?
0: I'm going to I'm going to have to get used to wearing pants again, man. <laughs> I, I, I know what you're saying.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's going <gotta> to be rough. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. yeah well,
1: so. before we're in the studio together again, I I hope you I hope you acclimated <laughs> to wearing pants again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you're right, Matt, Isn't it? Yeah. We just trade yeah. one set of idols for another set
1: yeah well i think the other one is just selfishness uh you know as long as my pantry's full as long as my refrigerator has food in it uh then i i I don't have to worry i've got it made uh who cares about my neighbor they got to fend for themselves (laughs) they should have went to the grocery store you know and and we become (laughs) selfish and we don't we don't care about our neighbor all of a sudden uh in their time of need uh you know which is which is Mm -hmm. unfortunate
0: Could I add another one to it, too?
1: Yeah, go ahead.
0: Ingratitude.
1: Ingratitude.
0: I'm sitting here in this beautiful villa in Florida. I I could not have had a nicer place to recuperate. It was almost miraculous how one of Lynn's friends had a vacant home because the Canadians had (laughs) fled. They fled back to Canada. That's right. And, and and yet I have done nothing but whine and complain about being here I mean what is wrong with you if God had said I want to give you a month's vacation in Florida all expenses paid wouldn't that be a wonderful thing but yeah no no there's another problem too the ungratefulness
1: yeah yeah for sure and the list goes on and on but you know I want to get to the the, the, the gospel of it all too yeah and that's that's of the one who wore the crown of thorns for us, right? You know, yeah. Jesus Christ, and that's why it comes back to Good Friday. Uh, the one who wore the crown of thorns, and they mocked, and spit upon, and crucified, uh, that that's the one who we should be worshipping, not in a mocking way, as the Roman soldiers did, but worshipping with sincerity, uh, with faith. Uh, I, I love how Isaiah 53 puts it, you know, that, that beautiful chapter in the Old Testament about uh, that suffering servant, that suffering king, even, uh, where it says in, in verse 5, uh, he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds, we are healed. You know, with his wounds, we are healed. If we're looking for healing for, for not just our body, but for our soul itself, you know, healing that lasts for now and eternity, uh, look to the one who wears the crown of thorns. Look to the one who, whose wounds were there to give us healing. You know, that's what brings healing, healing from you know, all the other things that we've crowned as gods in our lives, whether this coronavirus is around or not, uh, healing for all of our sin, like healing that lasts to life everlasting. Uh, that that's the only place it's found is in him. We uh, we had a, a a church member at Ascension who was gonna have a uh, well, he was gonna have a heart valve surgery and he was older than you, John, and quite a bit older. Uh, well yeah. into his you know, well into his eighties and it was gonna be a risky procedure. And I remember meeting with him before the surgery. And, you know, as a pastor, I'm you know, asking, how doing?" you doing <laughs> you know, uh, pre-surgery? And, you know, he knew the risks that were involved. And he said, you know, Pastor, this is a, a win-win situation. You know, if, if God blesses me with healing through surgery and doctors and medicine, hey, it's a win. But if I die there on the operating table, uh, it's a win <laughs> because I'm going to be taken uh, to be with my Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, and, uh, I, I, think that's, that's well put. It's a win-win situation. Um, and, and the, the same is for each one of us in Christ. Uh, because of that one who wore the crown of thorns for us on, on Calvary, um, we have the promise of the, the crown of life, right? You revelation two ten, uh, be faithful unto death and I will give you the crown of life. Uh, so we have that crown even now that crown is ours even now in Jesus Christ, uh, through faith in him uh, and, and one day in heaven to, to have that even more fully realized uh, when we when we pass from this life and certainly when Jesus returns and raises our bodies from the dead. So I, I think that's a good way to look at it too. And when you look at it with from that perspective, that eternal perspective, um, it, it, it does change, hopefully, what we crown as God in our life. And hopefully uh, the one who wears the crown uh, is Jesus, uh, not all those other things we mentioned already.
0: Yeah, and that, that's the cool thing, too, to, 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 that I, I, I want to emphasize again, Matt, because this is a time of repentance. I hope people don't just overlook what's going on. This, this is a powerful call for us, for us to repent. And, and yet, precisely because of what you said, because where there is repentance, there's, there is the crown of life, the crown of righteousness. There is God's love and forgiveness. That, that's the cool thing. You know, I have no control over the coronavirus, but I know the Lord does, and I know the Lord loves me. And it's remarkable that He loves me despite all of the <laughs> the stupid things I've been doing over the last few weeks and the last few months. Uh, but yeah, that's that's like you said, Matt. That's that's the wonder, that's the beauty of the thing. Um, so, oh yeah. Well, anything else, Matt?
1: No, I, I think that's about it, John. I, I I just appreciate, you know, we have these uh, the insights, you know, certainly from your, you know, your heart attack, and then the insights from uh, the, the coronavirus too, um, and and this reminder how, boy, how uh, how things affect us, and how we have calls to repentance you know, as individuals, right? But then even as a community too, and uh, that communal part of repentance, uh, as you likened it to uh, exile, even in Babylon. Uh, when the whole community experienced that, boy, yeah, yeah here in this case with this, uh, this pandemic, the whole community, the whole church is experiencing it and an opportunity to, to repent, to turn to Christ.
0: And, and I thank you for the reminder, too, that, that the whole community also has God's love and forgiveness in Jesus Christ. And, and and not to forget what you also mentioned, that the call then is for us to love and to care for the people around us who are also struggling.
1: Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Well, I think our time is about up, John. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes,
0: I think it is. Uh, and this has been
1: Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the Basics. The
0: Basics. Blessings, man.
1: Yeah, God's blessing, John. We'll, we'll uh, hope you tune in next Saturday uh, for more Wrestling with the Basics.